0: Najib Razak approved the transfer of ownership of SRC International from 1MDB to MOF Inc. by signing the document on the bonnet of his car at the Subang Airport in early 2012. The court heard how this approval set precedence for an absolute top-down approach on decisions for the company. The prosecution's 44th witness, a retired Treasury Deputy Sec Gen, said that it came a point where officers would just ignore protocol and execute whatever instructions given from above. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Najib walked inconspicuously into court this morning, accompanied only by his aide and bodyguard. Absent was the small crowd from yesterday that had waited to greet him upon arrival, which had put a large glowing smile on the former PM's face as he basked in the attention. Today, with a somewhat sombre expression, Najib made his way up to the fifth-floor courtroom and waited in the public gallery while his aide prepared his seat in the dock. Day 34 of the SRC international trial began at ten past nine when Judge Naslan walked into the room. With that, Najib, who faces seven criminal charges for the transfer of 42 million ringgit from SRC into his personal bank accounts, took his place in the accused dock. Retired Finance Ministry Sec Gen Maliami Hamad, the prosecution's 43rd witness, was back on the stand. Defence counsel Farhan Reed cross-examined Maliami while Shafi and Harvey were nowhere to be seen. The soft-spoken, silver-haired Maliami told the court that In his capacity as MOF Secretary, he had set limits to how the funds borrowed by SRC from KWAP were to be used, only for investments in natural resources and not for working capital. These were the terms of the government guarantee. KWAP had given two loans to SRC, 2 billion in August 2011 and 2 billion ringgit in March 2012 four billion ringgit in total. Maliami said that MOF's secretary-general at the time had also agreed to the conditions, given that the loan was a limited one. However, for the second loan, which was approved by Najib himself, the then-attorney-general, Abdul Ghani Patel, personally wrote to MOF to request for an expansion of the conditions to allow the funds to be used as working capital. Maliami admitted that, in the end, he did not know how exactly the money was being used. He also admitted to feeling pressured. He said the government guarantee had to be revised, as SRC's proposal conflicted with guarantee terms. It was a stressful time, the witness recalled, because officers had to push out the memorandum faster than usual. He said he knew that they were following instructions from Najib. However, he was quick to clarify that when he used the word pressured, he did not mean that there was any mischief involved. With that, Maliami stepped off the stand. The next witness, 64-year-old Matnor Nawi, took his seat. Before he retired, he was Deputy Secretary General of the Treasury and also responsible for three departments. One of them was MOF Incorporated. MOF Inc. in turn oversaw 100 state-owned companies and had stakes in all of them. Here's Yvonne with more details.
1: Mugno's voice sounded gravely and he spoke at a slow pace. He seemed to be speaking from memory as he didn't have a statement with him. He said that part of his job scope at the Treasury was to make sure that the companies under MOF Inc. turned in their financial reports quarterly. His role was to monitor these companies' activities, including their investments, as it required approval from MOF Inc. first. He told the court that in early 2012, Noor Mohamad Yaqub had called him to verbally request that SRC be removed from 1MDB and placed under MOF Inc. instead. At this time, Noor Mohamad Yaqub was a minister in the Prime Minister's office and the head of the Economic Planning Unit. However, EPU never made a formal request in writing. Mad Noor then recounted how he had gone to Subang Airport to show Najib a draft of a letter to request a change in ownership of SRC from 1MDB to MOF Inc. To his surprise, the former PM signed the draft and wrote a note saying that he agreed with the proposal. Najib signed the document on the bonnet of his car and the paper had no letterhead or official stamp. Madnur went back to his office after that and printed another version of the draft with official stamp and letterhead. The court then broke for lunch and Najib went off in his waiting black sedan.
0: Proceedings resumed with Matnoor's testimony after lunch, but it was cut short after Harvey requested for the court to stand down. Harvey said that the defense was notified too late that Matnoor would be called in as a witness and took issue with the lack of a witness statement. Matnoor said he had met the MACC three times this year, but he couldn't remember the exact dates. During his three meetings, his statement was never recorded either. He's among a few witnesses who did not have a prepared statement. He said when he met the prosecution team just last week, they had asked him to verify some documents and wanted to know why the memorandum detailing the transfer of SRC's ownership was created. The witness reiterated that since Najib had approved the transfer of ownership, that set precedence for the decisions to be made from top to bottom. He said quote, once it is approved by the Prime Minister, we forget the procedure and just execute the decision, Unquote. And with that, court ended for the day. Madno will be back again tomorrow. This podcast is produced, written, and mixed by Revati Supramaniam, Yapik Kwan, Yvonne Lim, and Ravin Palanisamy. Additional reporting by Timothy Acharyam. I'm Patrick Teo.